Everything, your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Weisel, and I gotta tell you, after last week's episode on Behind the Attraction, I have been re-watching episodes and just kind of diving all in, and I have what I'm going to call the theme park itchies. It's like if you see enough footage of Epcot, you're just going to go, I gotta go to Epcot immediately. I gotta go to Epcot as soon as possible, and that is kind of what's happening inside my brain and body. I saw so much Epcot footage, I just gotta get back. I gotta get back. I gotta get back to Disney World. Even though I went for a little bit, I think I I think I gotta get back. So I'm looking into options. I'm planning a couple of things. I'm not gonna give anything away. I'm not gonna say anything's definite. But I think I gotta officially make a big old trip back. It'll be, it's been about a year since I had a real trip. I went last year on Halloween. Uh, I went for a few days. I don't even know if I ever talked about that on this podcast because I don't, I think I kept that a mild secret, maybe. I don't know. It was like a low-key baby moon. Surprise, nobody knew I was pregnant at the time. But I, I got to go back for a whole, like a week, like 10 days, you know, like a real Disney World trip. So stay tuned because I also plan things very last minute. So maybe I'll be there by the time you listen to this. I'm just kidding. That'll be in 48 hours. So I, hope, I don't think I can pack that quickly. I did accidentally dress both myself and my child in Walt Disney World clothing today, so you know it's at the top of my brain. I'm not kidding. I'm wearing a uh, vintage yellow Walt Disney World sweatshirt, if you know, you know, and I put her in a Walt Disney World onesie that I picked up on my little one-day jaunt. Um, So yeah, clearly, clearly this trip will be happening sooner than later, so stay tuned, because I absolutely cannot wait to go. You ever do that thing, and this is for my real theme park people, you ever do that thing where you like scroll through the Disney World website, and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to look at all the things you can do. I'm at that level of missing the park, so it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But today, we are talking about a different park that is also fantastic, just not owned by the Walt Disney Company. We are talking about Dollywood, a place I have been dying to go forever and ever and ever, and my dear friend Arthur is willing to walk us through. I don't want to waste your time. We're just going to get right to it because there's so much cinnamon bread to discuss and so much other food besides cinnamon bread. Oh my gosh, hold on to your tushes. We'll be back after this word from our sponsors and stick around because Dollywood is so exciting. I cannot wait to get there. I cannot wait. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. If you've listened to Very Amusing for a while, you likely remember Arthur Levine. He's actually a three-time guest at this point, which personally, I believe makes him worthy of a Very Amusing varsity jacket or some sort of glittery, glimmery, fun-time punch card. Since Arthur was last on the podcast, he's launched a fantastic newsletter. It's called Arthur's About Theme Parks. His website is About Theme Parks. Get it. And it offers paid and free subscriptions. I highly recommend it if you are a coaster head, especially because Arthur is an expert on Disney and Universal, of course. But he also talks a lot about coasters because... 
In my opinion, he's the roller coaster guy. He's the guy. He does it all. I adore him. He's one of the greats, and I highly recommend subscribing. He is not telling me to say that. I'm saying that up front because I deem it so. <laughs> that link will be in the show notes, by the way. Um, I'll it I'll see you in the comment section because I, I like commenting on his newsletter now. It's very fun. There's a little community there. It's really nice. If you're into this stuff, you'll be into that. Anyway, in this episode, we are talking not about newsletters, but about Dollywood. If you've ever wondered about the much-discussed roller coasters, the scenic surroundings, the cinnamon bread, and the legend herself, you're going to get a full debrief from Arthur and many nosy questions by yours truly. And what's really great about this episode is that because Arthur's a pro, he's comparing and contrasting this unique resort with the ones we know so well. He gives us the lay of the land and its rides and puts it into terms we'll understand if you're not a coaster maniac, and so much more beyond that. Personally, I have always wanted to go to Dollywood. It's like weirdly my white whale at this point. But after hearing what Arthur had to say about the national park nearby and the roller coaster theme to a regular job, the big skillets of food, shocking, you can smell them coming, absolutely wild, and Dolly's own family working at the park, buckle up for that. (laughs) It's a lot. Oh my gosh, after hearing about all this, I really just need to get myself there more than ever. And I think by the end, you will feel the exact same way. I don't want to spoil it because there are so many fun tidbits and surprises in this episode, but I guarantee even if you've never thought about Dollywood as a place you want to go on vacation, you will be thinking after this one. Also, Arthur is literally there right now as we speak. So if you're listening to this in real time, be sure to stay tuned for his update on Big Bear and so much more. And with that, let's go to Dollywood. Arthur, welcome back to Very Amusing. It's great to be here, Carly. And and I want to say on behalf of all of your fans, it's so wonderful to have you back. We missed you while you were gone. And and I'm so honored to be asked to come back on the on, on your show. It's great. I see. You've been back many times. I don't think you believed you have, but this is your thir- this has to be your third time minimum at least. At least. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I have been on uh, a number of other times, but I'm still very honored to be asked to come back. You're so nice. I'm I'm honored. To, anytime I get to talk to you, I feel like I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm talking to someone like Albert Einstein level. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this like, this fantastic, smart, educated person is talking to me? Well, <laughs> like, you always, you always make me blush whenever, whenever you say those things, Carly. You're it's just very... real good at your job. And I'm out here being like, yum, yum, popcorn, yum, yum. So I'm just... <laughs> I just enjoy any and all conversations with you, especially today, because we are talking about Dollywood, which I know too little about, and you're essentially an expert on. Dollywood is an absolutely wonderful place. I can't wait to talk to you about it. And um, I I wanted to say maybe right up front that, um, that Dollywood is not, you know, exactly like the Disney parks or the Universal parks. Neither is it like sort of the um, traditional seasonal regional parks that that folks are familiar with. Um, it kind of ocup- occupies this rare space in between the two, and it is um, you know it just a, a wonderful theme park experience. Not quite on the Disney Universal level, but uh, it has some very unique characteristics about it. Not the least of which is Dolly Parton herself. Um, and it, it is just a, a magnificent, wonderful place that I think um, perhaps some of your uh, listeners may not be familiar with, but I would highly encourage them to consider checking it out because it's just a great, great place. 
I have wanted to go for years and years and years. And basically what happens is that every time I plan to visit to Nashville, I go, this is the year. This is the time I'm going to go to Dollywood. And then I look at it on a map and it is nowhere near Nashville. <laughs> and then I never end up going because it's in a, it's in a mountain region. What are these smoky mountains that sound so scenic that I have no idea what they are? It is an absolutely lovely part of the country. It's the Great Smoky Mountains, uh, home of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park and home of Dolly Parton. It's where she grew up, and that's why Dollywood is there. It is, it, it's, it's a stunning place, and it is the most popular national park in the country. Um, it, it, it is the only, I believe it's the only free admission uh, national park. Um, that's one of the reasons, I think, why it's so popular, but... Um, more than that, it's 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 just an absolutely stunning place, and it is very centrally located. Um, people can come, you know, if, if you draw a, a a geographical boundary around the area, that's that's it's very accessible from a for a wide part of the population. It attracted, I believe, over it attracts regularly uh, over twelve million people every year, which is more than three times, uh, or almost three times, I, I believe, the next most popular national park which is the grand canyon so it's there's just an enormous number of three people. times the grand canyon and i'm out here being like what are trees that's so many people <laughs> yeah yeah and that um it, that that partly accounts for the popularity of dollywood but of course dollywood is popular because it is a fabulous place uh, it's itself the history of the park predates Dolly Parton. It opened in 1961 as rebel railroad and the coal-fired steam engine that opened back then uh, still travels through the park. It then became Gold Rush Junction in 1970. And then in 1977, the Hershen family, which operates Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri, which is another fabulous theme park, bought the property and renamed it Silver Dollar City. It was a sister park. That's why uh, these two parks are actually so similar. It wasn't until 1986 that Dolly came on board as a partner with the Hershens and the park was rebranded Dollywood. By the way, in that first year alone, attendance rose 75%. That's the power of Dolly Parton. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have I have a zillion questions about Dollywood, but I cannot ask that without talking about the fact that you have met Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I the have. The ultimate uh, character meet and greet, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, Carly, I've been writing about parks and attractions for a long, long time. It's been over 30 years. And um, I've been writing about Dollywood for a long time. And for many years, uh, there's a wonderful gentleman at Dollywood by the name of Pete Owens. And he um, used to say, you've got to come out and visit us. Uh, for me, the, it, it, it was quite a while until I actually visited myself, not unlike you, Carly. Um, and um, I used to joke with him that, well, if you could promise me that I could get to meet Dolly Parton and get a hug from her, I might consider coming. And, and I would say this to him often. And then one year he called my bluff and he said, look, Dolly's going to be here. You come out, you can get the hug, but you got to come visit us. So in 2016, um, I made it out there and uh, got to meet Dolly, got the hug from her. And I've got to say, um, she is um, every bit as charming and as wonderful as you might expect she would be. She um, is is one of the most authentic and and wonderful people I've had the pleasure of of, of interviewing. Um, I, you you and I have interviewed celebrities before, and 
you know, they can often be kind of uh, very scripted and their PR people will sort of hover around you. And um, it, it <laughs> can be real. very <laughs> too relatable. Yes, <laughs> it can be very frustrating sometimes. <laughs> Dolly was having none of that. She was just uh, she just, you know, threw the scripts to the wind and was so disarming and was so wonderful and um, was so free to talk about virtually anything I was uh, I, I would ask her. Um, and it, it, it was really one of the highlights of my career, I have to say, meeting her. Oh, my gosh. And what a fascinating setup, too, to be. First of all, it is so bizarre that Dolly Parton has a theme park that is this good and worth talking about. But also <laughs> to like meet her as part of that, like to meet her basically at her public house is so fun. Right, right. It was. It was. It, it was great. And I was meeting her inside the Dolly Parton Museum that is at Dollywood. Which which made it all the more uh, kind of interesting. Um, so yes, she is um, she is just just absolutely wonderful. Um, and and I think part of obviously part of the appeal of Dollywood is Dolly Parton herself. And um, I I think that um, she is just a beloved national treasure. So if we all feel this way about Dolly, I can only imagine we should feel this way about her park. Uh, I know a few things about this place. I, I know there's a cinnamon bread that people don't stop yapping about. I know there's really good roller coasters, apparently. But from your perspective, from the professional look, what is it about this place that makes it so great? Well, you're right on both counts. There are some wonderful roller coasters there, which which we'll talk about. And yes, uh, cinnamon bread is definitely something that Dollywood is known for, and 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 rightfully so. It's it's absolutely delicious. So I was saying earlier that it's not quite like Disney World or Universal uh, in the sense that there are no, you know, real high-tech e-ticket attractions there. You're not going to find something like Rise of the Resistance or, uh, you know, the Haunted Mansion for, for that matter. Um, instead, uh, what you will find are some 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 wonderful attractions nonetheless. Um, things like um, there is um something called heart song which is this multimedia film in this tricked out theater that dolly uh parton narrates and it uh, shows the smoky mountains and also uh there is this real old school ride blazing fury and it's this sort of old rickety roller coaster that goes through this 1880s town that's on fire with some really old school animatronics um, so Ooh, that's, we that's, love an old robot. <laughs> so that that that's kind of a, a delightful uh, attraction that that is there. But um, perhaps more than than anything, Dollywood's known for its roller coasters, as, as you said. And um, there are some fabulous ones. Uh, and and at the top of the list is one that's called Lightning Rod. And um, when this um, when this debuted, it was the first and only launched wooden coaster. And I don't want to get too geeky here because I know that uh, that the folks uh, that folks here aren't aren't, aren't going to be interested in, See, in me rambling. See, this is the genius level that I'm talking about. Like you know everything about this. I do, and if I get too geeky, just tell me. Look, that's Wait, a little say, bit. Wait, say okay. Say like little little one geeky thing about this coaster, just so people understand like the knowledge level we're talking about. <laughs> well, as I said, it's it's the first and only launched wooden coaster. It was built by this company called RMC Rocky Mountain Construction. Um, it's a wooden coaster, or it was a wooden coaster. See, now I'm already getting geeky. Here. Yeah, but now I gotta 
we're all theme park people. That's why we're here. We want to know. We want to hear it. We're going to get real geeky here. I can't wait. Wooden wooden coasters um, typically have these wooden slats with a thin metal rail on top of it on which the roller coaster runs. But the coasters that RMC creates, they have this very thick metal track that lies, that completely covers the wooden stack. And therefore, the coasters are able to go higher and faster and do things that typical wooden coasters are are unable to do. But to continue on this geeky path here, (laughs) Lightning Rod, when it opened, it was the world's fastest wooden coaster going 73 miles per hour. And it launched uphill because it did things that no other coaster had ever done before. It was, it was kind of a prototype. It had some, some trouble with operations. Uh, it was down a lot. And it's continued to have problems through the years. And for uh, 2024, they actually, I think, just recently closed it. And they're going to remove that launch system and put in a more traditional lift hill. Um, and everything else about it will remain the same, but um, the uh, downtime should be completely or, or almost virtually eliminated and it should operate much more normally. So that, that'll be great. Um, but this coaster is fabulous. Um, like most of the coasters at Dollywood, it uses the natural terrain of the, you know, it's in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains and it's, it's, it's a very uh, hilly terrain there. And it uh, has one element that's known as a quadruple down. And, and so bear with me. If, if you can imagine you're rolling along on a roller coaster and it takes this enormous dip. Well, that's one dip down. This coaster has a quadruple down. So it goes down and then down again and then a third time and then a fourth time. And you just get completely giddy. And it's just this, this wonderful experience. And, um, I, I would say that lightning ride is among the best coasters in the world. Um, wow. and when they, when they can solve this, this downtime problem, which they're apparently going to do, uh, next year, um, that will make it much more accessible to folks because a lot of people were frustrated. They would go to Dollywood and the coaster would be down and they'd be, you know, really disappointed. So, uh, hopefully they're going to take care of that. And, and among some of the other coasters that they have there, um, there's one called Thunderhead, which is a more typical wooden coaster. Incredible there's, names, by the way. Like these names are 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> there's one called Wild Eagle, which is a wing coaster. And a wing coaster is a coaster in which the uh, cars are on the side of the track or the wings of the track. And so rather than sitting above the track, you're, you're on either the left or the right of it. And uh, they're, they're these very wide, these very wide cars. Um, so that's that's uh, Wild Eagle. There's one called Mystery Mine, which is uh, has two vertical lifts. That means it goes, you know, straight up, and it has a 95 degree drop, which means it's greater than uh, straight down. Um, and it has some indoor sections with some special effects. Um, so you're in kind of this 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 haunted mine, if you will. Uh, but you're on a roller coaster. Um, and then there are, there are two launched coasters uh, that are both um, sort of family coasters. One is Fire Chaser Express, which is themed to, you know, firefighting. And the other one is Big Bear Mountain. I'm sorry, I got to stop you there. It's themed to firefighting? 
theme to firefighting. Yeah, you're you're, you're sort of uh, enlisted as a volunteer firefighter, and uh, you go chase fires on this this roller coaster, which has this neat little uh, section where uh, I think you go into a fireworks barn and fireworks go off, and you know the fire department has to come and and help. Uh, Put out oh the my fire. god! I feel like <laughs> there's not a lot of coasters themed to unless you're a miner. Like there's not a lot of coasters themed to jobs. <laughs> seems like <laughs> like regular jobs. That's cool. Yeah, and <laughs> and most recently this year they opened uh, their second launch coaster, which is Big Bear Mountain, and um, it's it's a bit like Slinky Dog Dash, uh, which is also a launch coaster. Um, and uh, it is Dollywood's longest coaster, and it's getting great reviews. And when I I'm going to be uh, heading out very shortly, and I'm going to get a chance to ride Big Bear Mountain and looking forward to it. What's the deal with these seasonal festivals? Because I, I think you're, you said you're going for the holiday one. Have you been to any of them? Is it an Epcot vibe where it's just all year round there's a festival? It seems like on a standard day there is way more live music than almost anywhere else in the world. Like, do you just walk around and it's like fun, celebration, music, playing, party? <laughs> is that what it feels like there? Well, uh, you asked kind of two questions there. I'll, I'll get I to did. the festival. I did. I dumped them on you, yes. I'll do the festival <laughs> part first. Um, yeah, th- there are some that kind of have an Epcot vibe. There's one called the Flower and Food Festival, which may sound familiar to, mm-hmm. to Disney fans. Um, but um, there is also a Harvest Festival that they have in the fall. It's not spooky. There are no haunted houses. Uh, but there are 12,000 lit pumpkins throughout the park. Um, but perhaps more than anything... Dollywood is known for its Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival. And um, I have been there for that. And uh, it is just stunning uh, what what they do. Um, There are um, six million lights there throughout the park. And it is crazy. We're talking about a 160-acre park that is absolutely bathed everywhere you go in, in Christmas lights. Imagine. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just it's just insane. Oh my! From I'm from the outside perspective, having not been, but I have written about a little bit about the lights before. I thought it was in sections. I thought it was like you walk, 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 and then there's lights, and then you walk, 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 more lights. But it's just, it just feels like it sounds like an explosion of lights. Yeah, it's it's an explosion of lights everywhere you go. Some of them are animated, some of them are are static, but they're just everywhere. And they have this lovely nighttime parade that that has kind of a uh, an electrical parade vibe to it, um, and um, and and uh, the food. Well, we'll let's not talk yeah. about the food. We'll, we'll yeah. get to that in a second. But you mentioned music. All yes. of these festivals have music, but on a daily basis, regardless of whether there's a festival, you're absolutely right. I think more than any other theme park, certainly in the country and perhaps the world, um, there is so much live music at Dollywood, and that's something that you would expect. Uh, for a park that is named, uh, you know, named after Dolly. Um, and there are some just um, wonderful um, shows there, uh, including one that has her family members, that features her family members. And so you can, you know, see, I don't know, Dolly's cousins and other wait, folks. Wait, 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 like people playing her family or her real family? No, no, we're talking about actual members of her real family. <laughs> no! Yes, yes. I, I kid you not. No. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. And um, there, um, there is a lot of country and um, 
bluegrass music, as you, as you might expect, but there's all kinds of other music as well. And you just run into it randomly. I mean, you'll be sort of walking down the midway and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a, a, the a folks playing the fiddle and the banjo on a, on a porch or something. And there are, there, there are some wonderful theaters, uh, you know, enormous theaters that have some, some, some wonderful shows. Um, and, and we were talking about that Christmas festival. They have some, some, um, live performances with, with, uh, with live, uh, bands, uh, that, uh, th th there's just some, some incredible Christmas shows that are, uh, something that you would expect to find on Broadway. I mean, it's just ex extremely well done. And, uh, and again, a, a place that, uh, has Dolly Parton's name attached to it, you know, it's not surprising, but the entertainment level is just, um, just top notch, just wonderful. Oh my gosh. It, it, I, so I love at Disney World and at Disney Parks if when music randomly appears, like sometimes in Adventureland, there'll be like some players that come out, like sometimes in New Orleans Square, Disneyland, like people just start playing music and I find it so joyful. So this sounds incredible that you can just walk around and hear live music all the time. It, it is incredible and it's all wonderful. Uh, I'm not the world's biggest country music fan, but I get <laughs> it really get into the vibe at Dollywood. I mean, I just totally, I just, I just love it. Oh my God. Wow. I also, I still, listen, I don't want to derail this interview with follow-up questions about Dolly Parton's cousins, but I do find it to be very, very funny <laughs> that you can meet her family. Like uh, if my mom was like, come meet me, like my mom would love that. Oh my God. You can meet her cousins. Wow. 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 <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I know we've alluded to it, but we do have to talk about the food. And my main question is, is it as good as everybody talks about? Yes. Unequivocally. Wow. Unequivocally. Yes. It is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. You mentioned the cinnamon bread and it's certainly something that Dolly, Dollywood is known for. They have this beautiful grist mill, um, where they, they make, um, you know, they, they, they make the, the cinnamon bread. And we're talking about a full loaf of cinnamon bread. If, if, uh, if I go there solo sometimes, I mean, I really struggle to finish this thing. It's a big, huge loaf of piping hot cinnamon bread. That, oh, it's uh, warm? Oh, yeah. It's fresh out of the oven. And you can get it with either buttercream or apple butter topping. And it is uh, absolutely delicious. And you see everybody walking around with it. I mean, you can't go to Dollywood and not get cinnamon bread. Wait, I thought this was like a, a take-home souvenir at the end of the day type of thing. I didn't realize it was like throw a sack of bread in your backpack and just go on another ride. <laughs> I suppose some people may take it home with them, but uh, oh, more often there. Wow. more often than not, I see people munching away on it on the midway and and yeah, yeah, getting their hands all gooey from the the toppings. <laughs> uttered the words Genie Plus knows firsthand that vacations require time, money, planning, energy. And if you put all that effort into enjoying your trip already, why not extend the highlights of that getaway into your everyday with FrameBridge? Put that vintage Epcot ticket up in your office and give it a little personality. Surprise your kid with their favorite character's autograph immortalized on the wall of their room. 
Framebridge makes it so easy and affordable to custom frame any photo, park map, or even cocktail napkin from a theme park hotel bar in just minutes. You can mock up exactly what it'll look like on their website before you even spend a dime. Things ship fast and they ship for free, and their colorful custom framing means they'll not only help you plan your gallery wall, but make sure your place looks cooler than the interiors of that mid-century modern home within Spaceship Earth. I love the mementos I framed with Framebridge so much that I rearranged my entire office so I can enjoy them daily. This is not a bit. This is this is true life. They're the backdrop to my podcast Zoom interviews, my Instagram stories, and even the goofy photos we take of Pearl tip-tapping away at my keyboard like she's a miniature employee. Too often, our favorite memories of a vacation are tucked inside our phone or shoved within a drawer, and it thrills me to no end that because of Framebridge, I can finally be surrounded by my memories. Framebridge makes custom framing easy, affordable, and enjoyable. And on top of that, their happiness guarantee ensures that no matter what, you'll wind up with something you love. To get started, head to framebridge.com, because your precious travel memories shouldn't have to stay in the past. That's framebridge.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. They have a wonderful bakery uh, separate from where you can get the cinnamon bread. Uh, and they have this 25 pound apple pie that they make. Uh, and I don't know why anybody would ever want to do this, but if you want to buy the apple pie, you can. It's $229. But what makes more sense would be to get a slice of it. Uh, we're talking about a three pound slice of pie, which is $19.99. <gasps> and uh, delicious, delicious. I don't think they do this anymore, but they used to have a 12 pound pizza as well that that uh, that that you could order. I... Too heavy. Not even like, not even just, I can't eat that much food at once. Too heavy to carry around. And then they have this eatery where they have these big skillets in which they prepare steak or sausage sandwiches. And when I say big skillet, I'm talking about, I don't know, I'm just guessing here, but they're like four or five feet across these enormous skillets. And when you walk on the midway, you, you, you can't help but walk past these eateries where they're preparing this food. And the smell of the sausages cooking and the steak cooking is, is just irresistible. And, and, and the presentation is beautiful. I mean, they, they have these, you know, these, these cooks making these, these beautiful looking, this beautiful looking food on these enormous skillets. So just a lot of unusual things that they do, um, which I think is great. Um, you know, we, we kind of get spoiled, I think, going to the Disney and Universal Parks. They do a wonderful job, obviously, with food. But for many, many years, and I, as I said, I've been covering the industry for over 30 years, I would go to parks and a lot of smaller parks, food is kind of an afterthought. And, you know, you'll get this this institutional pizza or, you know, some just awful <laughs> hamburger or something. And, 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 and that, you know, that's, that's, that's their food service. Um, but I think that food should be um, one of the key things 
at a park and it should be every bit as entertaining as the rides and the shows and the music and everything else that they're offering. And, you know, Dolly got, Dollywood got that memo. They, they really pay very close attention to, uh, to their food. Um, there's another place there called Aunt Granny's, which is a, uh, a family style sit down restaurant. And they have things like fried chicken and pot roast and catfish and ham and beans and, and it's all home cooked and it's, it's, you know, Southern style, delicious food. Um, so yes, Dollywood, um, has a great reputation for food that is, that is well-earned and well-deserved. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so glad to hear the food is good because I need a push to go beyond the coasters and now, now I have it, but I do, I do remember there are three things I've heard about Dollywood. It is the cinnamon bread, as I told you, the roller coasters, as I told you, and also her tour bus. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about, about this tour bus situation? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure because it's been a few years since I've been to, to Dollywood. I am going back. Um, it used to be, and I don't think it's the case anymore, that you could visit her tour bus. That her One of her old tour buses was sitting on the midway, and you could walk in and ogle her, her bus. Now, I, I'm not sure if it's the same bus, but now you can book a night and stay in her tour bus. They have it available as, as, as a hotel option. It only sleeps two, um, but I think you can stay in the, uh, in the bus. Um, and also you get a room in one of, um, in one of the hotels as, as well. And um, yeah, it's called the Dolly Suite 1986. It's a two-night um, minimum. It starts at $10,000, but the oh proceeds God. go to the Dollywood Foundation charity. So, oh. uh, so you know, it's a kind of a win-win situation there. <laughs> wow. Um, I do want to talk about the hotel. Have you stayed at this Dollywood's Dream More Resort and Spa? Because it sounds great. It is absolutely great. And um, when this opened in 2015, it kind of changed Dollywood from just a park to sort of a destination resort, um, you know, not unlike the Disney and, and, and Universal hotels. Uh, there are 300 rooms at the Dream War. It is a beautiful place. Um, there are uh, rocking chairs everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and, and it has this, you know, beautiful Southern um, Smoky Mountain vibe to it. Um, when you stay there, among the perks are transportation to the park, um, and you also get Time Saver, which is their version of the Skip the Line uh, program that they have at, at Dollywood. Um, the rooms are beautiful. There is a spa, as you said. Um, there's storytelling every night for the kids. Um, you know, this is this is really a... a, a, a I don't know if it, it, it's fair to call it. it, it it's... I would say it's it's very much on the level of um, of Disney's deluxe hotels, um, and and it's 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 just uh, it's it's wonderful. Um, there also is the Song and Hearth Buffet, um, which um, has again some wonderful Southern cooking, um, and then there is a a bar that's that's attached to it, and you can't go to the Smoky Mountains without having some moonshine. That's just a thing out there. But of and, course, <laughs> and every time I go, I always uh, love to go to the bar at the uh, at the Dreamwar Resort and get a uh, a flight of moonshine. 
And uh, <laughs> by the time I'm done with that, um, I can barely walk. Um, and they have all these delicious flavors of moonshine. Um, and uh, so, you know, the food, um, the drink program, I mean, everything's great at the hotel. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really wonderful. And it's so successful that um, Dollywood is opening its second um, hotel. And um, it is called the Heartsong Lodge, Heartsong Lodge um, just opened. And it uh, brings another 300 rooms. It's very comparable to the, to the Dream War, um, that same, you know, sort of luxury or deluxe level uh, resort. Um, and um, it just indicates how popular Dollywood is. Um, I believe there's also a water park at Dollywood. It's, it's separate admission. And I believe between the two parks, it attracts in the vicinity of, of around 3 million people every year. Um, but wow. it's growing and I think it's sort of growing exponentially. And that's why they're opening, you know, the second hotel and expanding the park so much. It's just be, it's just enormously popular. Yeah, it seems from the outside that they've been introducing a lot of new stuff every year, like year over year, a new land, a new ride, things like that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things they're going to be um, introducing next year will be um, the museum that I mentioned earlier where I interviewed Dolly, they're completely redoing and expanding and modernizing. Um, so there's going to be this new Dolly Parton experience next year that, that people can, can check out. Um, so, you know, it's not just Dolly, Dolly Parton's park in name only. There's very much her oversized personality kind of permeates the, the park and there are ways to celebrate and, and experience her, uh, both through music with her family, as, as I said, um, but also that heart song attraction where she narrates uh, kind of a little bit about her life and about uh, the Smoky Mountains in which she grew up. There is uh, this museum you can go to. There's also a recreation of the um, little two-room house in which she, she grew up in, uh, her and her, her 12, her 11 siblings. She's, she's one wow. of 12. Yeah, so you can actually uh, see this recreation of, of, of her home. Um, so, you know, people who adore Dolly, of which there are legions, there are ways to, uh, to really kind of connect with her and, and, uh, and, and celebrate her life there. Incredible. Uh, is there anything else about this resort that we haven't talked about that you got to mention that stands out? I mean, it seems like we hit all of it. I think we did. I think we did. Um, other than to say that it just has this wonderful vibe. Um, you know, there's, there's a certain je ne sais quoi about some parks that um, I go to, I'm sure you go to, and you just kind of walk in and everything just feels right, you know? And Dollywood is one of those places that you can't help but sort of break out in an ear-to-ear -ear grin. Uh, I can't help it anyways whenever I go there. Um, the, uh, it's, it's spotlessly clean. It's beautifully landscaped. The employees are just wonderful. Um, there's music, as we said, everywhere. There's the smell of cinnamon bread and sausages cooking in those big skillets. <laughs> and it just, it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful place that is kind of one of my happy places that I love to go to. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about Dollywood. Uh, I cannot wait to see what your trip there is like, what the new hotel is like. And I got to get there. I clearly, I clearly I have to get there. We all have to get there. I think you do have to get there. I think you'd fall in love with it. 
I'm, I'm positive you that you would fall in love with it. I mean, if I can swing a sack of bread around my head and that's normal there, I'm in. <laughs> Hi, Carly. It's Danielle calling from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I am heading back to Disneyland this year, and I'm actually doing my first ever Audrey Carly style mother daughter trip. My mom became a Disney travel agent last year um, after getting a little bit obsessed following our family's Walt Disney World trip. And now to celebrate her 60th birthday, we are heading there for the start of the holiday season. We're there late November, and I just was curious to hear from you and your mom, um, as you are kind of our inspiration guides for this one, what are the best ways to celebrate like Disney mother-daughter love and <laughs> fandom? Hope that makes sense. Hi to Pearl and Morty, and of course, so excited to hear from you and your mom about the best way to celebrate mother-daughterness at Disney in the holidays. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I am, okay, I am so honored to have your trip even be dubbed with Audrey's name. She will be so excited about this. She will be so flattered that she somewhat may have a little bit inspired, a little teensy-eensy ounce of your trip. I feel like you're going to get one heck of a voicemail next week. Uh, stay tuned for that. She will definitely blow past the three-minute mark that it, <laughs> the service I use limits you to. But wow, I, I'm so honored. I'm touched. I'm flattered. I'm, and I'm so excited to tell you things you can do. But before I give you specific guidance and recommendations, I need you to know that I asked my mom because of course I did. And here's what she said. Meet the characters together. Eat a great meal with the characters. Book your rides the morning of and run to make the ride. I book all the rides, by the way. I stress about it. I have cried, <laughs> fully admitted. So um, it is more fun to run there if you're not the one booking it. Side note, uh, try some different food. Watch the fireworks with popcorn, LOL. She said LOL. And go on a scary ride that mom is afraid of, LOL. <laughs> I'm not sure why that sounds AI generated, but I promise my mom's real and that's pretty accurate, actually. Our Disney memories are full of things like hitting up the popcorn wagon at the hub of the Magic Kingdom at Disney World before fireworks and forcing her on a scary ride, which often results in her kind of screaming for her life on something like Seven Dwarves Mine Train or hilariously on Flight of Passage. She was losing her mind. But specific to your upcoming Disneyland resort trips, here are some things that I would do if I wanted to spend some extra special time with my mom within the resort. At Disneyland, I would prioritize the Mickey Mouse meet and greet in Toontown. I don't know why I consider character meet and greets indoors to be more special, but kind of like the Mickey Mouse meet and greet at the front of the park in Magic Kingdom in Florida, this one is such an official meet and greet that it's probably going to be your character photo of the trip, like your go-to photo from that trip. One of the best parts of Disneyland is how many characters are just out and about wandering. But for this photo op, there won't be people in the background. And that's why I think this one is the most special one you can do. Also, ride the Disneyland Railroad. Nobody, I mean, people talk about it. It's not that nobody talks about it, but we don't talk about it enough. And it's really nice to do this with friends and family instead of relaxing on a bench or at a restaurant or at a table. It really gives you a nice perspective of the park and that way you can relax together. Also, stay until the last possible second that the park is open. Disneyland Resort can get a little more deserted at night just because people are heading home. There's a lot of commuters who are coming out. And 
being in Fantasyland or Galaxy's Edge or really anywhere in Disneyland Park at the very, very end of the night is really special. It's quiet, feels more intimate. It feels kind of like you're, I don't know, like kids, kids out on a school night, that little like giddiness and being able to go to so many hotels nearby, which I believe your trip is going to be a hotel trip. Um, it's really, really nice to stay till the last possible second, specifically at Disneyland Park. Over at Disney California Adventure, Animation Academy is the first thing I thought of. It is such a fun activity to do together. I've done this with my mom on Disney Cruise Line, the version that they have on the ship. And basically, Animation Academy offers different characters throughout the day that you learn how to draw and then actually draw. You sit there and draw and it's so fun. You can drop by in advance and see which characters at which time. They have different ones throughout the day. But really, any of them are fun to do and really fun to laugh at if you're bad at them. Or revel in them if you're good. I've never been good, so I can't relate. But if you're bad at them, it's... It's pretty funny. Some people are so good. I remember the last time I went, we did Baymax, I think, and we walked out and I saw like truly artist level Baymaxes. I was very impressed. I was very impressed. Also at DCA, my one ride recommendation for you, well, it's kind of two in one, but my one ride recommendation is going to be to ride Radiator Springs Racers. My mom screamed the entire time. This is what she meant by go on a scary ride. Go on a ride that goes slower than we did on the freeway to get to Disneyland. But also while you're there, ride Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters. You know I love this one. And it's really all the fun of Mad Tea Party without the nausea. It's fantastic. You're slamming into each other in a fun, lighthearted way. And I highly recommend. I also would recommend going to Carthay Circle. It's worth it for a night out. Napa Rose is also wonderful, but there's something about Carthay Circle. And especially even if you only have time to go to that El Fresco Terrace that they have downstairs, having a drink in the middle of the day or a non-alcoholic drink, try the Rose Petal Soda, my personal favorite. It's just such a nice way to add a little elegance into the day. And you should also try your best to plan ahead for a special magical moment. Uh, I mean, saying it here is ruining it a little. You can't hide it from your mom because she will probably listen to this. But it is really, really delightful to be in Cars Land when they turn on the lights around sunset. Uh, I will put a link in the show notes to show you what it is. But if you are there around dusk, it happens every night. And it's, it's really great. It's really, really special the first time you watch it. Now, holiday specific, if you are traveling in December and you are someone who thrives on anxiety like my mother and I do, because clearly we do since she mentioned one of her favorite things is racing somewhere. Who who wants to do that on vacation? But us. We we love stress. (laughs) But if your trip is in December and you are like that, you can try to get one of Disneyland's famous candy canes. Um, I will recommend Googling to find better guides on that. I've never done it myself. Um... I, I I don't love a candy cane enough to stress that much or to arrive that early, but if that's something you want, definitely dig into that further. Otherwise, with the holiday season at Disneyland Resort kicking off later this week, you can do things together like, these are my personal faves, um, enjoy Disney Viva Navidad festive street party. It's like a, I'd call it like a mini parade celebration. It's really great. It's a small world holiday. Great. There's also really good lighting on It's a Small World at nighttime, which is nice. And you guys can buy a, uh, I think they call it the Sip and Savor Pass still. You can buy that and try different food at the Disney Festival of Holidays at Disney California Adventure. I hope you have a wonderful trip. Uh, please call back and let me know how it is. Call back with your mom during it. That would be so nice. I want to hear and have so much fun. Thank you for thinking of me for uh, giving you trip advice. Okay, bye. That's our show. 
all so much for listening, and a very special thank you to our special guest, Arthur Levine. You can subscribe to his Substack at Arthur's About Theme Parks on the internet. I'll put it in the show notes, so you just have one click to subscribe. Again, remember, there are free subscriptions and paid subscriptions, so whether or not you are committed to paying, sign up. Sign up and get his wonderful, wonderful newsletter. You can also find Arthur at AboutThemeParks.net, his glorious website, as well as at About Theme Parks throughout the internet. You can rate, review, and follow Very Amusing on Apple Podcasts, or rate and follow us on Spotify. You can also give us a call at 747 Churros with any of your theme park questions, concerns, commentary, worries, etc., etc. We got so many calls this past week. They're all so good. I'm trying to not overload people with Churros online questions on the pod, but we're going to have to do another recap because there are so there are so many good ones. So many international travel questions, too. Y'all be traveling. Very excited for everyone, and I'm here to help, and I'm happy to. You can also send us a voice note with your question to 747 Churros. You can text it. You can text us. I love texting on 747 Churros. I love surprising people in their phones like, wow, we're real. We're here. And you can also email it to 747churros at gmail.com. You can buy Very Amusing merchandise at very-amusing.com. And you can follow me, Carly Wiesel, at Carly Wiesel on all the things that I shouldn't be on and should be focusing on other stuff. You can also join the Fomaly. does not apply there. I love it there. At facebook.com slash groups slash Carly Wiesel. This episode was edited casually by Jeff Fox. Just the coolest of cool. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hi, sweetheart. It's mom. I can't believe another week went by. I love that you said such nice things about your brother. He is truly amazing and he does it all. But not to forget about you. On the same hand, I think that you are truly amazing. Raise an infant. You're working a housewife. You're a great daughter and a great mom. So there. Anyways, back to the show, literally. Listening to Jeanette and Luke behind the attractions new show sounds so good. They mentioned new footage never seen. I love stuff like that. And I love hearing the history of a ride and what it takes for the attractions to come to life. I cannot wait. This was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. I love you, Carly. I love you, Pearl. And I'll see you next week. Bye, you guys.